Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sarcastically Me. And today, I'm riding solo. I don't got my vestie with me, so let's buckle up for this one. So today, I wanted to get into Netflix. We gonna have conversation. (laughs) But first, I wanted to kind of talk about the new Discovery Plus the price of glee thing going around. So last time I watched it was just uh, a few days ago. There was three episodes. I watched all three, and I was just like, "Okay, I watch it." I was a big fan of the show. I loved the show. It got me a lot into music. I know a lot about music now since I've watched it, and. You know, it's just one of those shows. Like, it's a phenomenon. It's like, I think it's going to be a generational thing. You know, like, I don't know. Just like, not like Star Wars, but, you know, it's a show that fit in the time period when it came out. You know, like, being an outcast was such, like, a big thing back then. But watching the docuseries, none of the main or none of the big cast was in the show like they talked about the three who have sadly passed on and they talked about leah michelle drama that whole thing's drama they're just bringing up shit i think because like why if none of the main cast is talking on the stocky series then what's the point because if it were me Making a series like that, you would want, like, the main people you saw on the show talking about it. But for me, I'm like, well, there's really no main cast who's talking. So I'm kind of just like, why are we kind of reliving the past again? Going through all this drama that we don't need in the television world. We got reality TV, baby. You want some drama? Go watch some Jersey Shore, okay? Let me tell you. (laughs) Hello. Yeah, well, don't get me started. But, like, if you want to talk about, like, the Glee cast, like, look at, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Masked Singer, Amber Riley winning The Masked Singer. That was amazing. Her voice is so beautiful. I knew it right from the time I heard her sing. I was like, oh, that sounds like someone I know. So I kept watching. I was like, oh, my God, that sounds like her from Glee. But yeah, and my favorite scene in all of Glee is <laughs> I bust the windows out your car scene. I love, love that scene, love that song. Every time I think of that song, I think of that scene. It's like a power song. Boom. But yeah, definitely. I mean, I like how they kind of talk about like how they kind of passed, you know, but it's like. It's like, come on, guys. We don't want to relive the drama again. You know, it was sad enough to go through all that. You don't want to go through it, go through it. But that's just my opinion, okay? Just my opinion. Um, I thought it was interesting. Well, I'll give it that. I thought it was, you know, really well put together. But for me, like I said, I want the original cast talking about stuff, you know? So on and so forth. Now, let's get in down dirty. Um, 
So, Netflix, let's have a little chat, shall we? I'm, like, recording myself doing this. All oh, the faces I'm making. Why? But, um, Netflix, why you keep canceling shows that are good? Why? Why do you do that? Netflix is known for some of their originals, like the Kaleidoscope show that just came out, Ginny and Georgia, season two, phenomenal. Um, Never Have I Ever, um, Dive Club, yeah, I watch Dive Club. Um, they have such good shows. It makes me pissed when they have a good show, you know? Like that whole, um, oh, Julie and the Phantoms. Okay, when that first came out, I was kind of like, mm, that looks like a little kid show, you know, middle grade. I was like, oh, I'm probably not going to watch that. And then the phenomenon passed, and I was like, you know, I need something new to watch. So I, I'm going to watch Julie and the Phantoms. Loved it. Fell in love with it. And then they ended it on a fucking cliffhanger. A fucking cliffhanger. And you're just like, why'd you cancel it? After one season, you canceled it. And it's like, well, I want to know what happens. Why'd you cancel it? You can't do that. And then you have this big old franchise, you know, not big, but the, the, the supporters who are like, they want more. There was on TikTok, yes, on TikTok, there was so many fans petitioning to get the show back because um, I think Kenny Ortega said it was supposed to be like possibly five seasons. And that Julie and Luke were supposed to be, like, you know, the end goal. And I was like, you motherfuckers, why'd you go and cancel it? It is such a wholesome show, you know? So, I bought the book, and I'm reading the book, so I want to know what happens. But it's like, you get these fans so invested. Oh, one that really gets me, and I know it got a lot of people... Because it was an animated show on... Was it Nickelodeon? Yes. It was an animated show on Nickelodeon. The Winks. Okay. Loved, loved the first season. It was amazing. And then the second season came out. You know? Like, you got to see them turn into fairies one time. Bloom was twice, I think. But you only got to see the group turn once. Why Netflix? And then the big old cliffhanger at the end, you know, it's like, uh, you can't just leave it like that. Like, the fans are so pissed because it's like, Netflix, what are you doing? You put money into a project and then you're like, eh, we're gonna do something else. You gotta finish it. I mean, you leave us on such cliffhangers and then it's like... Like with Jenny and Georgia, I watched the first season, and I was like, oh, that's a cliffhanger. Second season, cliffhanger. It's like, am I going to get a third season? Who knows at this fucking point? They're canceling left and right. Shows that people actually like. And I'm here like, well, who knows if we're going to get a Sweet Magnolia new season? That's a show I've been watching. I think it was on their, like, third or third season, so... And it left on a giant cliffhanger, so who knows when we're going to get another season of that. 
And it's like, ugh, it's so ridiculous, Netflix. Come on. Like, Netflix, get your shit together. I mean, and it's like the whole movie industry. Okay, let me get started on this because I am very passionate about my film and my movies. So, I mean, Hollywood. Okay, don't get me wrong. I love the, you know, stuff you have put out. But what is going on with all the fucking remakes? Get some fresh blood. I mean, yeah, the live actions are great and cool, but not all of them are good. Like, Lion King should have been kept animated. Now, the Jungle Book, that was fucking fantastic. You know, if you do something like that, do it that way. I mean, ugh, it's ridiculous. Like... There's movies I would like to see live action, but then I'm like, are they going to be as great as the original? Probably not. And it's like, there are so many cool ideas out there. Like, reading books actually opens your world up, you know? Like, um, one of the films I liked was The Chronicles of Narnia. I'm reading the books, too. I, that's on my to-read list. But it's like, they did like three movies... And yet, they didn't finish the franchise. And it's like, why? Why? I'm like, okay. Movie industry. Get some fresh blood. Ask the fans what they want. If you're going to make an adaptation of a movie of their favorite book, get on Twitter. Get on TikTok. Ask the fans what they want. Like with Sonic, I remember, was it, uh, was it Sony? I can't remember. Or Columbia? They posted a picture of what Sonic was going to look like. And the fans totally shut it down. And they changed it. And made Sonic look better. Like how he's supposed to be. So it's like. You know. Like listen to the fans. The fans are your greatest gift. And the key to making a good movie. Or even a TV show. Like. Okay, because some people who go in making the TV show don't read the whole book at all. I know the one cast that did was the Summary Turned Pretty cast. They all read the books. And the show turned out amazing on Amazon Prime. Amazing. Jenny Han was the showrunner, I think. Amazing job. You know, when you want to make a movie or a show, you should have the author with you, but you should also, like, listen to your fans. Like... Hey, what should we put in the movie that's important? A big plot point. And yeah, you'll get a bunch of different answers. But then you can kind of tally it together and figure out what fans, you know, what's more. To, you know, I know it's not the greatest idea, but it's something. Because, like, I see all these movies and I read the books and they are so wrong. Like... Oh, don't get me started on the after series. Oh, my God. I read the first book, okay? And saw the first movie. And the way they were supposed to meet was not how they met in the movie. That was... It, 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 the, time that, the first time they meet in the movie is actually the second time they meet in the book. And I was just like, this makes no sense. And... Yeah, I finished the whole series, but the way they made those movies wasn't the greatest. And there was a recasting for the like last three movies of like big people. 
that you met in the previous films. So it's like, Voltage, get your shit together. At least Netflix can keep a cast. You apparently can't. And the cast that did come and replace were great, you know. But it's like you already fell in love with someone else being that character. And then you're like, whoa, this is different. And the way you cut your books, you made your movies, doesn't make sense. Because the last movie could have been like, I don't know. There's five books. You're going to have five movies. But the fifth movie's not even going to be the fifth book. So it's like, what are you doing? That's like the whole Divergent series. Don't get me started on that. Because I haven't finished reading it. I've seen the movies. haven't finished reading it yet. But man, oh, the things I've heard about that one. I don't want to finish it. But I need to. I need to know what happens. But yeah, see the movie, like this industry, they, 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 what I told my dad is like, it's a formula. They have it down to a formula, okay? Like, the best rom-com I saw this year, last year, I'd have to say, something at Tiffany's. It was different. It was a different kind of rom-com. It wasn't like the ones you saw back then, you know? It was different. But I know there's a formula to everything. But even, like, okay, so my favorite franchise, horror-wise, is Scream. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get hate for it, but... I love Scream. Not only did... I didn't know this till recently, but Wes Craven is, like, my favorite horror director because of the Nightmare on Elm Street series that used to scare the shit out of me. I love it. And then I found out he directed it, and I got really into Ghostface and stuff. Even went as him as... I went as him as for Halloween one year. But... It does, like, the horror, I like, because it's got a good story, you know, it's interesting. It's not, like, one of those, I don't know, not too scary movies. It's, like, kind of, like, cheesy, but in a good way. Sorry, excuse me. And it's, like, why? Like, great film. And West wasn't even alive, rest in peace, to do the last one. And they did the last one for him. And the new one just dropped the trailer and it looks fucking amazing. I like how they were talking about elevated horror. This is definitely going to be a different scream, but I think it's going to be amazing cuz we got some cool characters coming back, some OGs. But um not all the OGs, which is sad. But I mean, you got some good ones coming back and I'm excited for that. But it's like see that's that's a good like remake. They're not remaking it. They're kind of continuing the story, you know? They're not just going, oh, we're going to remake the whole thing because they just left it open. No, they're using the same cast as much as they can. And they introduce new characters in such a good way. But with, like, Disney, the remakes. Like, I'm excited for some. Like, The Little Mermaid, oh, I'm so excited for. But, like, Lion King was so sad. Like, I would love to see a live-action Brother Bear. Because Brother Bear was amazing. But I want it done. Like, I don't want it to be like Lion King. I want it to be like the Jungle Book, you know? Because the Jungle Book was, like I said, fucking awesome. And 
I don't know. Hollywood, I think, is just needing some new people. But the fans, like I said, the fans are the key to everything. I mean, especially when it comes to, like, remakes. Like, if someone's going to remake something or make an adaptation from a book, definitely ask the fans, what do you guys want to see? Like I said, because then you'll get, like, a bunch of things and you can go through them and you can analyze. Okay, so this seems like this is what fans mostly want to see. John and Trinity, you know. And it gives you fresh eyes. Because I know when people get stuck on a project, you see one point, one view, and you're kind of closed-minded. You know, so, like, I think, oh, someone's re someone's doing a movie but I can't remember what it is. And they asked the fans. They brought fans in and had to sit down with them and showed them the script. And the fans actually helped the script out, you know? So it's things like that. You gotta think outside the box, people. Come on, Hollywood. Come with the times. It's, it's 2023. Listen to the people. Give them what they want. You know? And it's crazy. It just boggles me. I don't know. I always have the same conversation about movies because I, I'm i a 2000 kid. I'm 00, 2000. I'm 23 this year. But it's like the movies when I were a kid are so different from now. The way they're filmed. Even music videos. They're not the same as the way they were in the 90s and stuff. But movies, ever since I've started getting older, I've noticed like most of them are remakes. Like Peter Pan. How many remakes are there? I'm going to say the best one's Hook, Robin Williams, of course. Because it's a different version of it. He's grown up already. He's forgotten he was Peter Pan, you know? See, seeing something like that is different because it opens your mind up and you go, Oh, that's, that's different, you know? But just having a straight-up remake is fucking ridiculous. Like, Netflix's new, the Ginny and Georgia show is really interesting because it's a take on something I haven't seen yet. You know? People say it's like Gilmore Girls. I don't, in my opinion, it's different from Gilmore Girls, you know? It's a lot, the, the two different things. Because one gets a lot deeper into some strange stuff. And the other is like cozy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other's more cozy, you know? Like, I want to sit down and get some cocoa kind of thing. But, I don't know. The movie industry is just... Oh, I hate... Like, like, when I was little, I always wanted to be, like, a director, be an actress, be in, be in the scene. Because I, I did do theater for, like, four years in high school. Loved every minute of it. Well, I guess I didn't love every minute of it. I loved most, most every minute of it. But I really liked being a character. It was really fun. But nowadays, you know, people look for a specific type, and I don't live out in the Hollywood era. But, you know, I would love to, like, be on a set and help out, like, Oh, hey, you read this book. Give us some ideas. What are some things people want to see? And that's kind of where social media kicks in, too. Social media is a big influence on things. Like, 
Oh, sorry. That was my knuckles. ASMR. <laughs> I don't know where this podcast is going, but I don't care. This is my podcast, so. <laughs> oh, crap. I got off track. But, yeah. So, a really good show from adaptation-wise was the HBO Max His Dark Materials. So, I saw the Golden Compass movie before... Like, all this show started. I really enjoyed the movie. But then the show came out. You know? And I guess there's three books. They were like, let's do three seasons. So it went with the books. And the way it ended was so beautiful. So poetic. You know? Nothing extra. To the point. And it was amazing. I was like, damn, they're not doing a fourth season? Come on. But the way it ended was like the way it was supposed to end in the books. And I'm like, now that's something you don't see every day. It ended poetically, beautifully. They explained it. And then it's over. Which is sad when a show ends because you want more. When you want more, you know you did a good job on the show. You know? Or if they were like, that was good. That ended perfectly. Like a good movie. But yeah. That was a good, that's a good example of like a good, how a show should end. But yeah, because you got all these shows now that don't even make it past the first or second season stuck on a fucking cliffhanger. And then the fans are like, this is stupid. Because now you're there and I don't know. It just boggles me. I, I get so upset about it because... I want to see fresh things, and I don't get it very often. In my head, I'm like, oh, this would have been good, you know, if I read the book. I was like, oh, they left out a major fucking detail. But, yeah, it's just crazy how much Netflix cancels shows and how much of a formula everything is in the fucking movie and television show industry. Like, I get things have to be a certain pace, but it's like, come on, we need some fresh material. There's so many books out there. There's so many books that can be or make a good movie or television show. Like, The Summer I Turned Pretty, I cannot wait for season two. It needs to come quicker, but that's a good show, you know? And, like... I know, I think this is based off a book, Grey's Anatomy. Look how long that show has gone on. 19 fucking seasons. They got something. And it's based off of a book. Have I read that book? Will I read that book? No. Because I grew up watching that show. So I probably will never read the book. But they have something that works for them. Look at their fan base. People have became doctors, nurses in the medical industry because of that show. That show has changed lives. It changed television. It's it's like that in Chicago Fire for me. Chicago Fire is also one of those television shows that has been on for a long time. Not as long as Grace, but it's kind of like Station 19 but um in Chicago. But, like, they have something going for them. They have found their niche. Niche. But, yeah. 
See, they Grey's Anatomy is on like a whole other platform. You know, they're on a whole other television level. But if you look at what they've done, they didn't like recast the whole show throughout 19 seasons. It's changing now, but 19 seasons and you still have the same big main character and you slowly introduce the new ones to become those main ones. Now that's something. And Grey's Anatomy can be a generational show. It already is. You know, it's it's one of those shows that's going to stay forever. Like, I don't know of a show that will ever do that for me besides Grey's. Because it's something I grew up watching with my mom, and I watch still now by myself. Like, me and my mom, I call her and go, hey, have you watched Grey's so we can talk about it? But it's just one of those shows, yeah, it's got a lot of stuff, but it also talks about a lot of issues, too. And it's so mind-opening. Like, another one for me that's generational, I don't know as much as generational, but one that's got me is Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds stopped at, like, six, 15 seasons, or wait, was it 14? I can't remember. But now it's back. And it's like, What? I love Criminal Minds. I watched all those episodes of Criminal Minds, you know? Derek Morgan, you know, yes. Shamar Moore, favorite character. Spencer Reed, too. Rossi, too. All those guys are my favorites. That show is just amazing. And I always thought, I was like, oh, I could be a, I could be a profiler. No, I can't. It's not always as simple as it looks, but like shows like that, you can just go, wow, they went away and they, they're coming back. People want more, you know, and that one didn't like it, it. It ended nicely, but it's like it's one of those shows I wanted more and they waited. COVID hit and they started and it was like, whoa, it's back. Yes. Like Teen Wolf, the movie's coming out this month. I'm excited. You know, you know, I'm not excited for the part that Styles isn't going to be in it. But man, there's going to be a Teen Wolf movie like that takes place after the show does. So we get to see what they've done with their lives, you know. And there's just some interesting stuff that's going to happen. And I'm like, I want to watch it now. But yeah. Okay, I think I'm done rambling now about all this shit. So... Thanks for listening to my podcast. Um, I hope you guys tune in next week because I have no clue in hell what I'm doing next week. But yeah, um, go ahead and keep listening. Re-listen to some episodes, you know. Um, Leave a review. I don't care. Follow me on my medias. I have a YouTube, Normally Ashley. I have an Instagram, Normally Ashley. I have a TikTok, blue flame hair. So go ahead. If you want to keep up with what I'm doing or want to give me ideas, find me on my socials. Alrighty, guys. This has been another episode of Sarcastically Me. I can't even talk now. Have a good night. Bye, y'all. And we're out.